the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. One Republican senator says President Trump would be well within his rights to invoke the Insurrection Act to deploy U.S. military against the riots and looting sweeping some parts of the country. As George Bush did in 1992 in the L.A. riots, as Lyndon Baines Johnson did in 1968 after the Martin Luther King riots. Uh, he has not yet invoked that because he hopes these governors will use their National Guard. That's Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas, who was interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. Colorado Republican Cory Gardner says most Americans know what's going on at the George Floyd protests around the country, even though the mainstream media seems to be turning a blind eye. I guarantee you the people in uh, places across the country uh, are, are, are seeing it all too often, and that's why you see... Uh, people who want an end to the violence, who want an end to the looting and the rioting. Senator Gardner was interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. This is SRN News. Mark Levin sees a strategy from the media. And so now I watch these attacks on the president by one reporter after another, and I'm convinced that they talk to each other. They share ideas. They share on how they're going to attack the president, try and quote him from March when he didn't think would be as big a problem as it is today. The president is basing his opinions on what these experts are telling him. He's not making things up. Moreover, he's not trying to panic the nation. The media do that. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. We thank you for keeping it on AM 1280, The Patriot. Let's get a look at the weather forecast here, brought to you by the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. A high of 79 today, clear skies, slight chance of thunderstorms tonight with a low of 65. As we move into tomorrow, we'll see 87 with another slight chance of thunderstorms throughout the week. Now back to Mitch Berger shortly on AM 1280, The Patriot. Once again, thank you for tuning in. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, dominating the simultaneous parallel media of Twin Cities Talk Radio and the blogosphere for, gosh, between them two, almost going on 21 years now. We're, we're, we're worming our way on to us. 20, 19 years. Sorry, my bad. 19 years. I'm mixing up my various uh, legal ages, uh, booze, cigarettes, whichever. Uh, talk show. My talk show is legal for many things, but not everything. We're working on it here. Uh, God willing, with a tailwind, two and a half years from now, we will be up and running uh, with a full uh, legal majority, 21-year-old talk show here, along with my colleagues, Brad Carlson, who's heard every Sunday from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot, including tomorrow, live from Ramsey, Minnesota, uh, his home studio, and King Banyan, who was doing the home studio thing 10 years ago, long before everyone else was doing it. He was an early adopter, because why well, drive a 90-mile each way, 180-mile, almost 200-mile round trip to do a show every week? Well, he did it for six years. He earned it. Anyway, where are we at? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, show today. Let's see. What do we have all going? Is there any news here today? <laughs> I, I had, I, I felt last week on the broadcast here, like I, yeah, as, as I used to say back in the old uh, days, kind of blew a lot of carbon out of the cylinders last week on the show. Uh, it was one of the shows that, quite frankly, I got into radio to do way back when. I mean, being on the air in the middle of events like that is one of those things that when you do local radio, 
as opposed to perhaps network in the in the case of a unless you're in something like a nine eleven. I mean, being Rush Limbaugh on nine eleven must have been quite a rush too. But it's one of the things I got into the business to do originally uh, a little over. Gosh, 40 uh, years ago now, 41 years this August uh, was the first time I saw it on the radio. And yes, I was in high school, not that old, but uh, holy cow, uh, hard to follow up last week. And yet the government of Minneapolis, to a lesser extent, St. Paul uh, and the rest of Minnesota have teamed up to provide all kinds of news. And... This is going to be an interesting uh, week here as far as that goes. By the way, I should point out, today on the broadcast, with a little bit of luck, I will be bringing you at the bottom of the hour, uh, Twin Cities attorney Nathan Hansen, with some news of some devious shenanigans uh, in Minneapolis city government, the types of shenanigans that need to get exposed if people are, are going to trust the institutions of government that they already have. Now there has been some there have been some developments this past week that uh, I will give credit where credit is due. The city of Minneapolis, uh, this and the state of Minnesota this past week barred the use of chokeholds of all kinds by police throughout the state. City of St. Paul announced, yeah, they've barred those for decades here right now. And yet somehow the crime rate in St. Paul, for all of St. Paul's many, many problems, and for all the problems I have with St. Paul city government, uh, is much lower than it is in Minneapolis and remains there, even with the nonsense of this last week and a half, almost two weeks now. By the way, I'll be talking with Twin Cities attorney Nathan Hansen about some of these uh, shenanigans this past week, as well as, uh, with a little luck, uh, Twin Cities uh, Latino leader Rick Aguilar, who will be talking about some rebuilding efforts going on in the uh, in the city of uh, in, in the Twin Cities here. Uh, so I say with a little luck, and I qualify both of these uh, with the phrase "with a little luck" because you know how Rush, the, the big talk show host, says. Uh, doing the show with one arm tied behind my back just to make it fair. I'm kind of doing it the same way here today because we're having, for the first time in two months of broadcasting from home, by the way, which is something I could really get used to. I kind of enjoy working from the home studio here and not having to commute out to Egan, much as I love being in the studio. Doing the show from home just takes that extra couple, you know, hour out of my life that I spend driving out, driving back, and all the other hanging around at Egan that I used to have to do. It, it kind of frees up some time in my day. I enjoy it. Much as I love being in a studio, I enjoy broadcasting from home. With one little catch, and they say in broadcasting, never ever let them hear you sweat. I'm not sweating. This is, as, as broadcast problems go, this is a minor thing. But I'm not hearing anything back from the station. And my engineer uh, is avail aware of this right now. The, the, the uh, t technical staff is working on this as we speak. Unfortunately, hearing things from the station is kind of a vital part of being able to interview people live from when you're not in the studio. So these two interviews with uh, Nathan Hansen, Twin Cities attorney of note, uh, with all sorts of news of devious shenanigans uh, going on in Minneapolis city government uh, relating to the rioting this past week, as well as some of the, the, the dubious uh, pronouncements about reopening the city and the state. Uh, hopefully you'll be joining us if we get our technical problems knocked down. If not, well, what the heck? I'm going to have to talk for two hours. Oh, no. Anyway, <laughs> Rick Aguilar also, uh, with a little bit of luck, we'll have him on at 2 o'clock. But uh, if you're from the station staff, be advised. This may uh, take a little doing. So uh, the doing will be done one way or the other. Anyway, if you can hear my voice right now, love to hear from you. 651 289-4488, the number to call. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show, the official place to go for, well, for those of you who want to join the show via Twitter but don't want to call in, don't want your voice out there, don't you get you get stammery on the air. You just want to, want to get a point out there. Operators are standing by both ways. Anyway, last week I pointed out with ample justification that – uh, the, the rioting of the week before this past was a moment where the Twin Cities needed a uh, a leader, someone like a, a Winston Churchill in 1940, uh, something like a, a John F. Kennedy in 1962, something like a Ronald Reagan in 1982. 
1981 rather, uh, when he, uh, in 1987 for that matter, the whole tear down the wall episode, example of immense leadership, immense coolness under pressure. And I said a remark that in some contexts might be considered unfair. I said that at a time when Minneapolis needs a leader, a, a Churchill, a Kennedy, a Reagan, uh, heck, uh, even, a, even a Hubert Humphrey, we got Pajama Boy. And we saw another example of this this past week at the funeral of George Floyd. Uh, I call it a funeral. I had to catch myself. I came this close to calling it a, uh, a political pep rally, and, and it was. I mean, any place Al Sharpton shows up, uh, the Reverend Al Sharpton, uh, it, it's not a spiritual event. It's not a theological event. It's it's a political event. It's the sound of a human tragedy being hijacked. It's the sound of a political, it's the sound of a, of a city, a, a, a local problem being hijacked and exploited by a cynical charlatan. And I, I, my heart is heavy in saying that because if there's someone who did not deserve to have his life turned into a political football, it would have to be George Floyd. And if there's someone who doesn't deserve the stage in a city that that considers itself to be liberal, to be progressive, to be well, to be liberal with a small L or even a large L, liberal in the sense that he, of that Hubert Humphrey and heck even Ma, Walter Mondale were, it's the likes of the Reverend Al. So the Twin Cities, Minneapolis especially, needed a leader. And by the way, the Twin Cities got. A leader. No, not Governor Waltz. Governor Waltz uh, was did nothing of any use until uh, until what's it, was it until Donald Trump threatened to send the regular military to Minneapolis. It was uh, it was of no use whatsoever. I mean, sending five hundred guardsmen on a Friday uh, when riots are brewing and, and led to one of the worst days of the whole episode in Minneapolis. I mean, the destruction of the rest of Lake Street. Because he said, not nearly enough National Guard. It was only when Donald Trump on Friday said, I'm going to send the 82nd Airborne, a couple of military police brigades to, to Minneapolis. That's when the governor sprang into action. No, no, Governor Waltz has not been that leader. He's not been that John F. Kennedy. He's not been that, I was going to say Ronald Reagan, but I think he'd probably trend more towards Hubert Humphrey in his dreams. He was not that leader. Was Jacob Fry that leader? <laughs> Oh, I slay me. Uh, was Melvin Carter that leader? No, no, he was not. Uh, I mean, he, Mar Melvin Carter wisely kept mostly out of the way, I think, for most of this last couple of weeks. He's been little in evidence, I should say. Uh, the only real leader in the Twin Cities this past two weeks, other than people in the community themselves, the likes of Reverend Tim Christopher, the likes of some of the other people in the community who have led their community. I'd have to nominate St. Paul Police Chief Todd Axtell, who had the good common sense wisdom and dare I say leadership to go on the air after Mayor Fry's pathetic laughingstock press conference a week ago yesterday morning, the one thirty infamous one thirty AM press conference, uh, where he stumbled around like a deer in the headlights and basically all but broke out bawling. Todd Axtell said, We're not abandoning anything. In St. Paul, and they went on to not abandon anything in St. Paul. The city suffered terribly. Uh, my neighborhood, in particular, suffered terribly in St. Paul. Here in the Midway, uh, two of my two of my three favorite stores uh, were burned out. Of course, my pharmacy down the street, infamously, I talked about them last week in the episode I had in and around that act of uh, criminal vandalism. My favorite guitar store, one of my two favorite guitar stores, by the way, none of them who were paying me anything to say this, um, a guitar store on Snelling at Thomas, got burned out. Uh, if I'd known that was coming up, what the heck, I might have gathered some of my conservative guitar player friends, strapped up and uh, been there. Now, there's legal issues with that, but it's fun to think about. Trust me, it's very fun to think about. Uh Mayor, excuse me, Chief Axtell of the St. Paul Police Department may have been the one city official on either side of the river to acquit himself with anything other than ignominy. 
And trust me, there's plenty more to go. Oh, yeah, it just got worse at the Floyd funeral. We will try to take your calls at 651-289-4488. As of yet, I can't hear a thing coming back from the studio. So it'll be a one-way conversation. And trust me, if there's only one way to hear, it's going to be me. But uh, we're technicians are working on that right now. So join us if you can. If not, join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, N-A-R-N Show. I'm Mitch. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We will be right back. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorrance Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399. Where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, health care, education, and more. Americans for Prosperity, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. I've always wanted to learn another language, so I decided to give Babbel a try, and I really like the teaching method of the app. I started with the beginner lesson on Babbel, and soon you're putting words into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. I can't wait to use my Spanish skills in real life. Dos cervezas, por favor. (laughs) Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com or download the Babbel app. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com energy efficient windows installing a new water heater a kitchen remodel for years checklists and to-do lists have piled up you even made a list for all your lists but now the time has come to get things done introducing our half-off home makeover where we're getting you the products and services you need for home improvement at 50 percent off the regular price but these deals are only available through us and only available from the 10th to the 19th so keep an eye on our social media and website for more details Your first year of Christian school is half-priced through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half-priced Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Don't forget the Freedom Fan Club is the entree point. Entree point, entry point or entree. Take your point. It's one's English, one's French. They both mean the same thing. To a world of specials, spiffs, perks, goodies, rewards to you for being a good listener to your favorite chain of radio stations, uh, the entire Salem Twin Cities family. Uh, so go to am12athepatriot.com, our uh, official website. Uh, join the Freedom Fan Club. It's the place to go for everything you really want out of this station, other than yours truly, Brad King, and the rest of the entire lineup. Anyway, so uh, this past week was the funeral of, of uh, George Floyd, and... Uh, I I had I didn't I was working I couldn't watch it live I saw some of the clips, including perhaps I don't know, one a, a clip over which I am of something like two minds here. I mean, watching Mayor Trudeau 
sorry, Mayor Fry. Uh, by the way, I should point out, if you want to call in, we, we've got the, the technical issues fixed here uh, because I turned my keen broadcast engineering chops to, to use and solved the problem single hand. I had the uh, mute button on, on my uh, on my audio here, so that uh, that was the problem. Anyway, this past week, uh, I'll talk about Mayor Trudeau in a moment here. But uh, the big development this past week was not so much Mayor Trudeau blubbering over the casket of George Floyd with all the sincerity of a rented mourner in an Iraqi funeral, but uh, the news that Keith Ellison was riding to the rescue to uh, take over the charging of the four officers involved. And with that came the news that Keith Ellison was pushing up the charges against Officer Chauvin to uh, second-degree murder from third and bringing up the second-degree unintentional homicide, by the way, from third-degree unintentional homicide. Uh, my point, my theory about this really goes three ways right now. First of all, Mike Freeman just got uh, the most controversial hot potato in his dismal career off of his plate. I mean, Freeman can't help but be relieved that this situation, this damned if you do, damned if you don't monstrosity is on someone else's career. That's my two cents worth. Well, I've got two more cents worth. Uh, for starters, Keith Ellison's not going to be trying the case personally. The attorney general office is taking over. Uh, the head of his trials division is actually going to be doing the actual prosecuting, which kind of makes me wonder what's the rest of the trials division look like there i mean there have been other cases where the state attorney general's office after what 24 years well really 50 years of non-stop dfl control and after 24 years of being a, basically a glorified consumer protection uh office if they have anybody there who knows how to try a criminal case i mean they can find them that's uh, what their budget is for hiring hiring consultants at uh, 600 bucks an hour on the other hand, the Attorney General's office, um, which, by the way, is run by a 50-year-long series of DFL occupants. I mean, Ellison, before that, Laurie Swanson, before that, Mike Hatch, before that, Skip Humphrey, before that, Warren Spanis, going back to 1971, has basically turned the Attorney General's office into a better business bureau with guns. Or uh, maybe a better example is 1-800-ASK-GARY for political nonprofits looking to harass businesses into compliance with pet policies. I'm not going to say the attorney general's office doesn't have the expertise to prosecute a shoplifter who's caught on camera, but it's not exactly been their forte for the last, I don't know, two generations. But I'm going to guess the state is going to be paying for a lot of those exquisitely expensive consultants, government rates. It's a great time to be a, uh, a freelance lawyer. Here's my concern. And I'd like to throw this up into your questions uh, this segment or, or later at 651-289-4488, where I can take calls now. Let's take a look. Um, and I, by the way, I'm not a lawyer. I'll cop to that right up front. But there's three charges involved here. Murder in the second degree, uh, unintentional murder in the second degree, is a homicide that causes, this is state statute here, causes the death of a human being without intent to affect the death of any person while committing or attempting to commit a felony offense other than criminal sexual conduct in the first or second degree with force or violence or a drive-by shooting or relates then there's other charges that aren't related to this so that's basically aimed at someone who's committing an armed robbery and ends up killing someone they didn't intend to kill someone but it happened and it was part of a uh, armed robbery so there's a felony in, in progress. Now, what could go wrong? What was the felony in which Officer Chavon was partaking? His job? That's going to be an interesting theory, and I think it's going to be legal meat on the hoof for whatever defense, for, for Officer Chauvin's defense attorney. The old charge is murder in the third degree, which is perpetuating an act, uh, kills, killing someone while perpetuating an act eminently dangerous to others and evincing a depraved mind without regard for human life which you could make a strong case for in the case of putting a neck, uh, knee on someone's throat, except under eminent domain, police officers who, who can show that there's a pattern of other officers consistently using this, or even inconsistently using this kind of behavior and getting acquitted for it in court, well, there's your, there's your, uh, there's your doubt, reasonable doubt right there. Manslaughter, of course, uh, is basically uh, second-degree manslaughter, uh, participating in a person's culpable negligence whereby the person creates an unreasonable risk, consciously takes chances of causing death and great bodily harm. 
I'm thinking that's the, the I'm not a lawyer, not a judge, but I'm going to suspect that's probably the much stronger case. And also that, as opposed to third degree or especially second degree murder, are going to be a couple charges that uh, hmm, the crowd is not going to be happy with. I can see Officer Chauvin being acquitted hard, uh, perhaps even dismissed at summary. Nah, I don't know if I go that far, but uh, the fact that there was no felony in progress unless the prosecutor wants to argue a very fanciful theory that police work itself is a felony or that a, a modest, a, a ugly but not uncommon restraint tra- technique is itself a felony. Seems like a stretch to me, just saying. I think that this is the groundwork for Riot 2.0. Does that play into the attorney general's hands? I mean, you know he's trying to measure the drapes to be governor in 2022. Is this his pathway to office? Well, we'll find out. There are other theories on this and with us to discuss this uh, in Bloomington. Randy joins us. Randy, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Hey, Mitch. How are you doing? The worst day on the air is better than the best day off the air, Randy. But you know that. How are you doing today? What do you got to talk about? Well, yeah, you know, you uh, in your in your pre-program chat, I mentioned it said, you know, Keith Ellison has just, he's played this perfectly, and you have just outlined exactly what I posted about three or four days ago after he upped charges, and you know who Joe Olson is? I do. Yep, and you, you know who David Gross is also? I know him well. They've both been guests on my broadcast over the years. Excellent, yep. So anyhow, uh, Joe Olson and David Gross said, yeah. And what Keith Ellison has done is by putting in that upcharge, he has raised the expectations from this trial, and he's raised the expectations to the black community, period. And I couldn't agree with you more. And the thing is, proving intent is really, really difficult. But the thing is that if he doesn't get that that conviction for second-degree murder, the black community is going to be screaming because he is up the conviction because he now shows, well, he's a serious, he's a serious guy about this, you know, second degree murder. I'm not fooling around. That's what I'm charging this guy with. But also the other three officers for aiding and abetting second degree murder. Those are the charges to them. If he doesn't get that conviction and, and I agree with you, and this, this was my posting, the mob is going to be disappointed and the mob is never satisfied. And if he doesn't get and if he doesn't get the conviction for and said, I'm, I'm not on a jury, I'm not a defense attorney and so forth. Uh, I know of one that uh, Joe and David recommend that I recommend in my firearms classes. I'm going to ask him what his thoughts are, because I said he's, he's a criminal defense attorney, said if a jury finds well, we can't find guilty then. I mean, the politics in this thing is just I mean, it's explosive. And yeah, I think you're I, I right. See, I think I, I think, I think I, it's I, yeah. I think I think it's Riot 2.0. I think it's Riot 2.0 with a couple of caveats. For starters, I think that uh, given the I think a fair likelihood that he would that uh, Chauvin would be acquitted of murder three, third degree murder as well. I read the elements of that charge uh, before we took your call. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea is if you're going to get a, a, a acquittal or a tossing of the charges that results in a riot, might as well uh, make yourself look. <laughs> falsely, but uh, but look tough uh, and blame the system, which, by the way, he, he knows he's got a Twin yes. Cities media that will back him 100% on it. So that, that's a, a fair point. The other question is... I, yep, I, I, agree, think, to, I, I agree to you totally. Yep. The other the other thing is, is I think if they, since they have upped this charge and basically in, in uh, <laughs> basically seeded a trial that will wind up, it's, it's playing out to be a two-on-two two two game, by the way, between not only the, the state or the, the, the prosecution and the defense, but in fact, two different defense teams that are playing against each other. This will result in a storm of evidential hearings and other, other preliminaries that take this case well into the winter. And if there's an acquittal mm-hmm. or a dropping of charges in January, well, a, a riot in Minnesota in yeah. January and February may be a very different prospect than than uh, Memorial yeah, I think Day right, week. I think, in, I think the riot in January has something to do with the Vikings' uh, uh, playoff hopes, or the, the 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 wild perhaps going all the way to the Stanley Cup. I <laughs> slay me. Uh, by the way, Could thanks for your call, Randy. Uh, great to have yeah, you, you here. Uh, you the theory is perfectly perfectly valid. Absolutely. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call. Uh, you care to join us here? When we come back after the top of the hour, we'll be talking with Twin Cities attorney Nathan Hansen, who has some. I think it's fair to say. Uh, Interesting to potentially explosive allegations about some shenanigans 
in the city of Minneapolis, things that speak directly to the idea of can we, the people, trust the government that we hire to impartially enforce the law and use its apparatus fairly, impartially, and correctly, and uh, really trust it to govern in everyone's interest. These are some, uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be an interesting discussion. I've been looking forward to all week. So stay tuned, 651-289-4488 if you have questions, comments, or anything else. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. 2020 will be known as the year of coronavirus. So much of what we do these days is fueled by a just-in-case mentality, a defensive mentality. When is it panic and when is it prudence? That's the big question. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll discuss how to prepare for just-in-case when it comes to your finances and your retirement. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them right now with your questions at 855-231-6010. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In For God and Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, Forgotten Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call should you care to join us. Or you can join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show, short for Northern Alliance Radio Network Show. Either way, operators are standing by. Uh, my, my, I'm, a, I'm a fire-breathing conservative with a little background in, in traditional libertarianism. I'm a, I believe that we have government for a reason, but the government we have, we had best be able to trust to act in everyone's best interests and to follow the rules that it asks us all to follow. And we've seen, in fact, that it requires us all to follow. And we've seen some wretched examples of that sort of leadership by example in this past week and a half since this sad chapter in Minnesota history started. And frankly, tying in with, with the examples that have been set for the citizenry during the epidemic. And with us to discuss a number 
of these examples. In fact, more examples that I've probably even got my arms wrapped around so far. Uh, star of Twitter and a longtime friend of, uh, of myself on social media, Nathan Hansen, Twin Cities attorney, joins us. Nathan, welcome to the broadcast. Good afternoon, Mitch. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Let's start straight from the top. You came out with an allegation this past week about uh, what might be read as the city of Minneapolis freelancing, looking for some freelancers in the law enforcement business. It started with a police stop uh, somewhere in, I believe, North Minneapolis. Relate that story, because that's what got me on to wanting to have you on the show here today. It was a, it was a complicated-sounding story. I have a hunch it only gets worse. Get us, uh, start us off with the story, Nathan. So I, uh, I've been a, an attorney for 16 years uh, in the Twin Cities here. I've been an activist about different things. From I was a delegate for Ron Paul. I've advocated for debtor rights in the legislature. And so I developed a lot of contacts over the years, and uh, one of these contacts that I know who's somebody who's in the know who would ha- be able to have this information, I woke up to a text message that I basically just tweeted out in verbatim that said that uh, some people who identified themselves as being with the NAACP had been running a checkpoint on Broadway in Minneapolis. And uh, a trooper, somehow they came to the attention of a state trooper who was patrolling there and uh I don't know, I think they were following him, and then he pulled them over, and uh, they had a, an AR-15 and some uh, in plain sight and some marijuana in the car, and oh. uh, they, produced a, they produced a letter to the state trooper uh, bearing Mayor Fry of Minneapolis's signature indicating that he had uh, somehow deputized them to perform some sort of law enforcement functions. Wow. And, uh, and I have the report number, and it's an accurate report number. I got that double checked yesterday, and two people have made the request. So this is a this is a, this is a credible. My source was credible to begin with because I've known him for a long time, uh, and uh, the, the information will come out. The requests have been made. If we have to sue so, for it, I guess I will. Just to establish some bona fides here, we've been, we've discussed this uh, over this past week. You're you're not at liberty to reveal the name of the source. Completely understandable at this point. But can you at least, uh, to establish credibility here, give us an idea of wh- what this uh, party's placement is to know the, the details of the story? Uh, this, this person is somebody who I've, I've known personally and dealt with on some issues for in excess of five years. Um, okay. And I've known him per- and been in contact with him, and it's a person with an extensive law enforcement background. That's what I'm looking for. Okay, Nathan. So we're we're not talking. I mean, granted, we'll have to take your word for it for now. On, on yeah. but if there's an actual report that checks out, there it, it, it stands to reason that there may very well be some very very well be some beef to this uh, stake here. So uh, something to look forward to. And, and I'm assuming that one of the other people making the data practices request on this report that number that you have obtained is a member of the media. I believe I've heard some chatter to that effect, uh, Nathan. I heard that through my source, that that Fair enough. member of the media had made that request. But then uh, another one is somebody who's a follower on Twitter who I don't know in person, and another is a longtime friend and client of mine who won't be a, you know, I won't name him on air, but he's, Fair enough. he's, he's made a request as well. And, we'll, and then actually a supplemental request uh, separate from the police department, which we have the case number for, but uh, yesterday, as of yesterday, uh, late in the day, a request, he's making a request to the mayor's office itself under the Data Practices Act for a copy of whatever this letter is. So let, let's set up what this really means. If if true, and I have no reason to doubt, and, and by the way, a, a particular interest as a former reporter and someone who tries to be clear and accurate and honest, uh, also an interest in, in, in trusting but verifying the story, which we're, we're all working on here, Nathan, obviously, nothing personal. But oh, yeah. not, that I, not that I don't believe it completely at this point, given the way this uh, government's behaved. But uh, just, just to wrap this back up, what, uh, get back on track here. The, what we have here, if the allegations check out, is that Mayor Fry is doing what would be called essentially hiring mercenary law enforcement or bringing in third parties from his political base to serve as, I don't know, for lack of a better term, muscle out on the street? I mean, what, what motivation would Mayor Fry have for giving essentially the, the, the NAACP what used to be called letters of mark <laughs> back in the 1700s, 1800s? I mean, what, what would be his motivation for this, in, in your opinion? 
I guess just to satisfy his base. But if you think I'm somebody that worked in government too in a prior life at Department of Corrections, and you know, from a government perspective, you don't, especially when there's a lot of confusion on this, is something that could cause a lot of confusion, which obviously yeah. it did. I mean, it, could, yeah. it certainly certainly would cause more problems than it would ever solve. I think from a practical standpoint. I'm trying to imagine a state trooper standing there by the side of a car allegedly full of weed and guns, which is a great combination, I say, as a law-abiding gun owner. <laughs> two, two bad things to mix right there. But, okay, those are allegations, innocent until proven guilty, yada, yada. Hopefully someone in the car had a permit to carry, although you're not supposed to carry. Uh, anyway, uh, you can get into technicalities there as well. By the way, were any arrests involved? Was anybody actually taken in as a result of this, or did everyone drive away uh, uh, on their own? That I don't know the answer to. All I have is that report number, uh, which okay. I did put in my tweet. So that that I don't know. I presume somebody was probably at the minimum cited, but that's why yeah. we made the request because I think we've got. To, I got. To, I want to flesh out more of the details here. Fair enough. I mean, this is one of my one of the things I wave around at least once every week or two on this broadcast is that if people can't trust their government to treat everyone the same, to not turn into George Orwell's animal farm where some animals or nonprofits are more equal than others, uh, that's something that, that makes a democracy with a small d completely unsustainable. And this, if true, uh, the idea that the, uh, the city government is freelancing out law enforcement to its favored nonprofits should be deeply concerning to you no matter what your political party, Nathan Hansen. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I would be I wouldn't agree with any, you know, if there was some sort of organization that I believed in or somehow I don't think they should necessarily be, uh, you know, on the spot deputized in law enforcement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly. So we'll come back. In fact, I, I really desperately want to follow up with you on this story as this story develops. And so certainly have your people call my people uh, as this develops. But some other stuff that came out that's of great interest to me. Now, to the best of my knowledge, I was the first person to, well, I had an inside source in Minneapolis Law Enforcement who got information to me a week ago Thursday that uh, the city of Minneapolis, uh, under orders from Mayor Fry, had evacuated the third precinct, basically. And this is a direct, uh, well, basically gotten all the officers out of the third precinct, out of the inside of the precinct anyway and left just a skeleton defense around the uh, precinct and moved everyone up to the fourth and told them to hunker down and direct quote here, do nothing. Uh, the story just keeps getting better and better. Doesn't it? Nathan Hansen, you have some information on the abandonment of a good chunk of the city of Minneapolis a week and a half ago. Yeah, this, this sounds, this, it sounds like you've got information similar to mine. Mine, I might have some information you don't have, but let's just see. Oh, good. Um, when I woke up, I woke up the morning after the third precinct burn, and then I saw on my Twitter that they had burned the third precinct in Minneapolis. And I right. thought, well, this can't be because these people are some sort of military geniuses. Uh, <laughs> something, some, some, somebody had, something had to be done here. To, to let this go, I, because I just, I'm a, I mean, I worked for the Department of Corrections. I didn't work in the prison system, but I know that you just don't let stuff like that go. I mean, you, you fortify it. Yeah. So I was really curious about it, so I reached out to different people I knew to see if somebody had some other information about it, and I got this other information about how this went down. So during the day that day, I'm going to not try to not name names, and I'm going to omit some a little bit, just because I don't think it's in the best interest of everybody for me to go into excruciating detail. Fair but enough. the people in charge of this, the person in charge of the third precinct had built up during the day barriers around the entire third precinct. Like, oh. so it was fortified. It was ready to go. Yeah. Uh, Chief Arredondo and Mayor Fry were in the command center, and they found <laughs> out about the barriers and they said, well, that just looks too mean and intimidating to the protesters. Take oh. that down. Ah! So they, they were ordered to take the barriers down, which oh, no. they did and started working on. Then the protesters came back, or rioters, I would call them, yeah. and uh, they, then things were starting to get worse. And then they had to try to put up the barriers again as they were being pelted with rocks and oh, no. various things like that. So oh, no. they, got, they, they got the barricades up again while being pelted with rocks. Uh, 
and then the uh, the SWAT team was ordered to the roof, and they had uh, forty millimeter uh, tear grenade gas, launchers. rubber bullets. Yeah, grenade launchers with tear gas. Yep. Everything they needed on the roof to repel the people attacking the third precinct building. Oh, this is a no. big new big building. This is a fortified police precinct in a major U.S. city. Right. I used to Same live right down the again. street from it. Yeah, I remember yeah. it well. Same thing happened again in the command center. Chief Arredondo, Mayor Fry. Oh. It looks too mean to have those guys up on the roof. It looks too intimidating to the protesters. Take them down. Oh. No. That, that, <laughs> that is, and, and by the way, I mean, my Western Precinct station here in St. Paul is fortified like the green zone in Baghdad, Jersey barriers, cyclone fence. Uh, it's it's ready it's ready to rumble in case in case it comes up and yet they had the sim- from the sound of this they had a similar idea in place in the third precinct in Minneapolis and uh, up down up down snip snap snip snap this is uh, this is a, I, I would call it a comedy of errors but I don't think anyone in, along Lake Street is laughing uh, Nathan Hansen can you imagine and, and I know you can but I'm, I'm throwing this out there rhetorically what will happen if any Minneapolis cops decide to go on the record with with what actually happened in the third precinct i mean i've been told that out of 800 police officers in st paul uh, rather minneapolis 40 have tendered their resignations in the past week here they just can't deal with it anymore and i have to hope i have to hope that someone in the media or elsewhere is looking for some of those with the stories of of this what sounds like the most egregious collapse in leadership i've ever heard of in any american city counting baltimore counting st louis counting detroit this this may be one for the literal record books nathan hansen yeah i i i I agree with you and i think that a lot of them are uh scared for the various number of reasons you could imagine of retribution or whatever I think that's probably why it's me here talking about this on the radio and not some member of the police department. Uh, In addition to, in addition, I learned that I'm not going to specify what it was because I don't think it's helpful overall to public order, but sensitive materials were taken predictably from the third precinct. Uh, And and I'll say that I'm not going to say what it was uh, or what they were, but it's uh, sensitive things that, you know, are just not helpful to have uh, the uh, in the hands of uh, bad guys, uh, rioters, looters. This would tend to be coincident with some of the things my own sources have told me about some of the loot. And I'm thinking not only not only do you have the what should be an epic like administration crushing scandal of abandoning a good quarter of the city to the mob, but not even having the, the the foresight to burn the records like like a proper embassy knows how to do in a situation or, or move it out. I mean, they moved out the officers. They didn't move out all of the 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 damaging information, and not to mention other other materials. And by the way, firearms, ammunition, magazines, many of which were found out on the street afterwards. Nathan Hansen. Let's stay in touch on this. This story is the sort of stuff that a good chunk of the Twin Cities media will bury with extreme prejudice and yet desperately needs to get out there if civil government is to survive in this metro area. Can we do that? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to come on again and we'll see, you know, uh, when we get some updates, we're going to be on getting, trying to get me and my, I don't know, loose coalition of friends or whatever. Hobbyists uh, in this area to get to get to, to get more of the data about what happened here out, and when we do, we'd be happy to share it. I'd be I'll be looking forward to it. Nathan Hansen, a Twin Cities attorney, found on Twitter. I will be posting his link at shotinthedark.info and uh, retweeting him regularly as we as I have been all week long. Thank you for this, all of this information, Nathan Hansen. Looking forward to seeing where this goes. Appreciate it and, and enjoy the weekend. Thank you, Mitch, and everybody else. Enjoy the rest of your day. Likewise, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. The fun is three-eighths done. Ergo, just beginning. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com.
relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking Relief Factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects. And I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. I love golf, and I also stink at golf. I've tried it all. The lessons, the special swing contraptions, the neon brush tees, the funny hats, the putting all of my change in my left pocket. I like to say I just happen to have a high golf handicap. My friends would say I have a high talent disadvantage. Luckily, while I might be fighting some disadvantages on the golf course, at our Faith and Family Mortgage team, we're lucky to be able to serve listeners with a unique advantage. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. And for you, that can mean shorter turnaround times and often a lower rate which could save you monthly and lifelong money on a new home, refinance, or cash-out refinance. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Energy-efficient windows. Installing a new water heater. A kitchen remodel. For years, checklists and to-do lists have piled up. You even made a list for all your lists. But now, the time has come to get things done. Introducing our half-off home makeover, where we're getting you the products and services you need for home improvement at 50% off the regular price. But these deals are only available through us and only available from the 10th to the 19th. So keep an eye on our social media and website for more details. You want your child to succeed at every level in life. To succeed, they need a solid foundation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private Christian school for 50% off their first year. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651 651- 289-4488, the number to call if you care to join me. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. By the way, uh, my Twitter feed personally is at Mitch P. Berg on Twitter and uh, numerous retweetings of Nathan Hansen's work, which is shaping up to be some of the essential journalism that's actually taken place out there. Although, it's actually made me uh, put me in mind to get my parka out here on this sweltering June weekend. But I'm actually hearing residents of the Twin Cities media starting to ask a few tough questions. Yes, Tom Hauser is out there asking tough questions, as he is frequently wants to do. I think probably because his station, uh, my former employer, uh, Hubbard Broadcasting, which owns the former Evil Talk Empower, uh, Empire, now the number three sports station in the Twin Cities, as well as Channel 5, uh, is one of the last of the relative small plucky maw and paw independents in American media. Hard to believe when I worked, when I first came to the Twin Cities, got my first good job out of college that didn't involve roofing and siding. Uh, it was at the former Evil Talk Empire, and uh, it was considered one of the big 900-pound gorillas of Twin Cities media. Today, it's a multi-billion dollar operation, and kind of a maw and paw operation in comparison with the rest of uh, the media in the Twin Cities, which are owned by national and international media conglomerates. Anyway, it may have something to do with the fact that Channel 5 is, uh, and Tom Hauser of Channel 5 is, has led the way in actually asking questions, not just softball questions, Esme Murphy, but uh, actual hardball questions that, well, comfort the afflicted and most directly afflict the comfortable and there's nobody more comfortable than a dfl uh politician when it comes to the media generally speaking esme murphy by the way uh, i talked when when i kicked off my segment with nathan nathan hansen just now 
I pointed out the fact that if people can't trust their government institutions, and not just government institutions, but the media, to tell the truth, to tell it impartially and honestly and uh, accurately uh, when the chips are down, then that makes democracy itself. And I say democracy with a small d because I don't want to have anybody calling and say, hey, we have a republic. Of course we have a republic. Large d democracy is the idea of government by 50% plus one of the votes. In other words, simple majority rule. We don't want that. And uh, on the other hand, small d democracy is everything that involves government by the people, including representative republics. So stand down, semanticists. However, uh, the if you can't trust the key institutions, your especially law enforcement, especially your government at the highest levels, and even the media, which isn't part of government, but is the, the, the part, one of the institutions, institutions that are supposed to keep government accountable, then democracy with a small d cannot survive. And we're seeing some grotesque examples of this. Words fail me. Words that I can say on the air fail me uh, completely. Ed Morrissey, former co-host of this show, uh, had a great piece this past week. Uh, at hotair.com entitled Drug Cartels, White Supremacist, Outsider Arrests, Minnesota Elected Officials, the Worst Offenders for Riot Misinformation. He writes, uh, Ed writes, much of what people have heard about the nature and sources of rioting in the Twin Cities turned out to be false. And much of that the Star Tribune lays out in his stinging after-action report, whoa, afflicting the comfortable, uh, this week uh, came from Minnesota's elective leadership who should have known better than to spread unverified rumors. But they didn't. From drug cartels to Confederate flag waving truck drivers, all the way to white supremacist mobs roaming the streets, spreading the streets with uh, left wing graffiti. Official channels from the government office on down, governor's office on down, made matters worse. I'll post a link to that piece at shotinthedark.info. May discuss it later on in the show as well. In fact, we may have to have Ed on the show uh, in coming uh, next week just to discuss this piece because this is as damning an indictment of the perfidy and fecklessness of our government in this state as I have read. I have tried to put the same information out there. Ed seems to have encapsulated it very well. We will discuss that shortly. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot, Go Nowhere. Rick, Alag- Rick Aguilar, up next. You've already been lied to. You've already paid a ton of money to someone who did lie to you. And it's hard to come to someone like me and say, Ariel, I trust that you're going to do what's right for me. This is Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group, the timeshare cancellation expert. We're not just here to cancel your timeshare completely. We're here to provide you with the best customer service of your life. I deal with clients from all walks of life. I actually have a client right now who is an attorney. I have doctors. They were still taken advantage of. And it's not just the mom and pop. It's everybody faces this. They've been lied to. They are nervous. They're scared. But we're going to get you out of this. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. My name is Ariel. I'm a resolution specialist at Wesley Financial Group. Call now for your free timeshare cancellation kit. 800-619-3377. 800-619-3377. 800-619-3377. Warning. 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 Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through, American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, ooh, 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 yeah. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520 800-218-9520 That's 800-218-9520 AM 